Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Everybody ready? It's Thirsty Thursday. Happy Thursday. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It's the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Happy Thursday. Jake coming at you from our Vivint Smart Home Arena Studios. Austin Horton, of course, across the glass from me. And safely social distancing from Casa de Monson. The one, the only, the godfather, Gordon Monson. Hi, Gordon. How you doing today, Jakester? I'm good. Do you want me to, you know, after things... Hopefully, get back to normal at some point. Do you want me to continue these grand introductions for you? <laughs> when I'm sitting right in front of you. Yeah, yeah. Should we should we continue these Let, let's, these let's intros? See can, let's see if you can lay it on a little thicker. Let's let's start let's start this again. All right, let's back this a whole little thing thicker. Up. Okay, <laughs> let me think. okay, here we go. Ready? Okay, Austin, you gonna play something? No. <laughs> There you go. All right. Uh, <laughs> okay, we're, we're reiterating the show. Try it again, Jake. Make it bigger, better, grander. Broadcasting live from Vivint Smart Home Arena Studios, Jake Scott with you, Austin Horton, across the glass from me, and safely social distancing at home. The one, the only, the godfather, the award-winning, the handsome, the talented, the uh, uber-wealthy Gordon Monson. Oh, oh it Oh, come on. Uh, yeah, maybe I could get used to you. Uh, you know, can I write that for you? <laughs> well, that kind of takes, you know, some of the, the uh, uh, meaning out of it, no? One time I was uh, participating in a conference that had a, a bunch of people in, at it. And they asked me to write. I was going to do a presentation. And they asked me to write my little bio. And... When I wrote it out, Jake, it I thought it was appropriate. I thought it was <laughs> I thought it was uh good if thorough, you know. And so then the uh the person up at the uh lectern, whatever, uh read read what I had written and it just went on and on and on and uh when I got up to the podium there, I, I said, I may have overcooked that a little bit. Well, not a surprise to, to us, certainly, <laughs> that uh, you may have overcooked something along those lines. I'm but all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a little too thorough. I had a feeling. Anyway. It, uh, it kind of goes down those uh, lines of your, your quote, the, the whole, you know, uh, a great man once said. I, that, oh, that's not oh, what I said. come to think of it, that great that's, man was me. No, yeah. No. no that's, kinda, that's not. Austin has that sound, and that's not what I said. 
It, it is really. the, fact the best way to describe Rick Majerus. Somebody said, actually, I think it was me. <laughs> I didn't say a great man once said. No, you, the call, best. you called yourself the best. No, uh, I said the best my, way my, to my, describe Rick Majerus. Somebody said, actually, I think it was me. <laughs> the description was the best, not me. Which was your description. Right. All right. Hey, I was a little bit, uh, <laughs> a little bit aggressive. <laughs> I got to admit, but uh, I didn't say, you know, a great man once said, oh, it was me. You basically did, though. Not really. You did mean you, Well, yeah, that's true. Good point, Austin. Um, yeah, thanks for that. Uh, yeah. we've, we've got a lot to do on the show today. Uh, we're getting a little bit of a late start, but we wanted to make sure and give uh, uh, Scotty and Hans were talking to uh, someone from the Department of Workforce Services and that. Of course, is a big deal, particularly today after some of the news. So we wanted to make sure they had time to uh, get that word out to the listeners. So, uh, Gordon, we do have a busy day, though. As I said, we've got what's going on coming up top of three o'clock hour. Sam Amick will be with us top of the four o'clock hour. Tom Fornelli of CBS Sports will talk NFL draft with us at four thirty, and then uh, rescheduled from yesterday at the top of the five o'clock hour. Trevor Booker, the recently retired former Jazz man is going to jump on the show at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. So we have a very action-packed big show planned for everybody. Plus, in in this whole thing, Gordon, I, I, I can honestly say this. I have no idea what off-the-wall stuff you're going to throw at me next. So I, well, I don't even know how to tease that, just some general Gordon zaniness. Let, let me just say that there is a lot to talk about today. They have, there's a five-star uh, NBA prospect who's skipping college to go to the G League. We talked about that a little bit yesterday. There's another one, an even higher-ranked player who's going to do that. Uh, and there's some news about how that will be structured in the G League. A USC quarterback is entering the transfer porthole. Uh, the PGA Tour is uh, going to resume play in June. And I, this story that you mentioned yesterday is still banging around inside my head that uh, MJ thinks people are going to think he's a horrible guy when they watch the documentary about him. And did you see the story about Roy Holiday and uh, how uh, his uh, condition when he was in that tragic plane crash? I I did. And, of course, you're going to bring up that story because what an uplifter that is. Well, it's it's just a news item that that we can talk about. It's not particularly uplifting. No. Do do you want me to warn people before? It's just an item in the news. I know, but I'm just saying it's not a surprise that you would make that a priority because... Jeez, what a downer. I get, we come in from these upbeat records, man. They do it to me every time. Well, not every news story isn't uplifting. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Gordon, I have uh, farmed out my vote on Daily Drops coming up at 530. So I need to, uh, I need to tease that because uh, BT Dubs on Twitter asked where our uh, Daily Drop segment was yesterday, our drop of the day. And uh, I said, well, since you missed the segment so much that uh, you could pick my uh, selection for today. So I farmed that out to one of our great Twitter followers, Gordon. That that could be dangerous. Uh, She sent me in a few suggestions. So or he, excuse me, has sent me in a few suggestions. How long is uh, how long has she been a Debbie? Well, I'm confused about a a tweet he sent me earlier. I'll have to. Okay. Sort so that out. Is it, is it a he or is it a she? Uh, it doesn't matter. I don't know. Uh, let's see. 
See, see the uh, when suggesting this bit, uh, they said, if you mention me, you can use my Twitter name or my actual name, Jade. And if you mention I don't sound like a Jade, well, I have been one for a long time. <laughs> well, that's Which so is hilarious, is, right? So is it a she or is it? Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I thought it would be a she. That yeah. would lead you to believe that, wouldn't you? Yes. I've, ah, okay, whatever. Why? But what then you, you of course, open up his, his Twitter picture and it is Maybe definitely- he shares it with his it wife. It is definitely a he. Because I've met Braden several times. Yeah. Oh, well, he's, he's certainly interacted with the show for a long, long time. Yeah. Well, anyway, they so is are going to pick Jade the- So is Jade or is it Braden? They are going to pick the drop yeah. of the day for or me. Or is it Braden and Jade? Probably the best way to handle or this Jade. is they will They will. select. Yeah. Right. All right. And uh, they suggested three terrific suggestions that I get to pick from. So pretty excited oh, about they? that coming up uh, at 530. Did any of them have anything to do with you? Uh, no. Yeah. Nor you either, though. But uh, still three very Austin? fine, fine suggestions. Uh, no, just out there from, from the world. Are they three that uh, we have not used thus far? I think at one point or another... Well, okay, two of them are not used for sure. Uh, I think we used the third one, but two of them are just kind of clips from the world out there that I think we've played on the show at times. I've definitely heard them before. But uh, the one they suggested that we've used already is, of course, the Bill O'Reilly rant, which you selected, I believe, early on. This is a different BT dubs, by the way, than... I'm oh, thinking, okay, I'm thinking, thank you, I'm Austin. thinking of BTW. This is BT dubs. That's my bad, so... So it is a she. It's Jade. It may be. I don't know. Okay. Whatever they Austin. tweeted at you. Yeah. Can, can I ask you guys a fashion question? Because I'm confused. The answer is no, you shouldn't wear jeans on a golf course. No. What is the deal with the dress jacket over the hoodie? Yeah, that's, that's a good look. But, uh, okay. Why is it a good look? Because it seems like a, a, a clash of, of styles. Which is or probably is the, the point, right? So that's the beauty of it? Why, why is this concerning you? Because I saw pictures. I was doing research for the show today, and somebody was wearing that. And I thought, okay, I can see maybe the hoodie underneath, like, some sort of coat. But under a dress coat, a dress jacket, it just... It looks like too much, too much going on there. What if you have to look formal, but it starts to rain? Wouldn't you like a hood to then put up over your head, Gord? <laughs> you, you know what? I, my mind goes to if there is one person on the planet who has no right to judge anybody's attire <laughs> ever, it would uh, be you. That's not true. See, I'm a bit of a collision of, of, uh, of uh, clothes myself, considering that... I can I can look pretty sloppy, but I can look I can I can button it up pretty good too. What research, by the way, are you doing for the show that brings you down a fashion way? No, I just I saw somebody in sports as I was reading various stories about any and he had a sweatshirt, he had a hoodie on underneath, and we've seen a lot of the jazz players uh, do that, the ones who have been injured. Yeah, 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 but I don't care if they literally painted the shirt onto their body. You have no right to criticize. I wasn't criticizing. I was asking. (laughs) I I mean, because it does seem like like it's uh, somehow 
it doesn't go together. No, nope. You know? Nope, you don't get to do it. <laughs> no, you don't. Okay, have you ever done that? Nobody, worn, nobody. Have you ever worn the stylish sports coat with the hoodie underneath? Nobody who wears basketball shorts as much as you do gets to, to have an opinion on this. Or socks with sandals. Yeah, or socks with sandals or well, any I number done, of other. I haven't done, I haven't done well, I, ha, I, do, I do wear basketball shorts, but not. I don't wear them out in public uh, in a formal setting. Define uh, formal setting. You wear them to work five days a week. No, I don't. basketball shorts. Yes, you wear no. basketball shorts all the time, <laughs> no, even no. when it's the winter time. How are you and denying I, this? And I, and I and I haven't worn sandals and socks in a decade. Now I haven't technically seen you in a month, Gordon. But I mean, come on, you wear basketball shorts to work quite a bit. Uh, not really. No, cool. no, not, not really. Yes. Austin. Uh, yes, I do. Yes, <laughs> a lot. You've got what lime green time? ones, you've got red what, ones, you've got white ones. The like North Carolina blue ones. Blue ones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not, not since last summer. Not since January. <laughs> I mean, it will be, you know why I noticed, Gordon? Because it will be blizzarding outside. You know, just just snow everywhere and five below. And somehow you'll manage to walk in with basketball shorts that's that's again you're stretching the truth but that's okay i mean i don't want to let the truth get away of a good story here we'll talk a little jazz basketball coming up right around the corner stay tuned uh again what's going on top three o'clock hour uh we've got sam amick top of the four o'clock hour uh tom fornelli joins us at four thirty, and trevor booker at the top of the five o'clock hour action-packed day on the big show 97.5 and 1280 the zone Slow Mo Joe. The Joe Ingles Show with DJ and PK. Joe, did you grow up with a lot of earthquakes in Australia, or is this a new thing for you? 4.2. Good morning. I am so over this. I'm not going to lie one little bit. I don't care if people think I'm overreacting or I'm just a little shake, or I don't care what people think. This is ridiculous. Joe, by the way, you should know, if you're on the fifth floor of the arena, 4.2 or 5.7 earthquake hits, you can ride it out. The arena's great. It's a crazy ride up here on the fifth floor, but it's totally doable. I don't want to experience that. Fine at my house. <laughs> oh, yeah. Catch Jazzman Joe Ingles with DJ and PK every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. All right, joining us now on the big show, he, of course, is our very good friend, Tom, from the warehouse locations in Salt Lake and, of course, in Orem. And, Tom, how are you guys doing? How's everybody down there at the warehouse? Good. How are you, Jake, my brother? I am. You know what, Tom? All things considered, doing doing just terrific. You know, everybody in the family's healthy, which, of course, is the most important thing, and still doing the show and still talking to you. So, uh, you know, not bad. Good news. Hey, listen, we have some incredible deals. We've had a lot of listeners come in last weekend. Um, this industry has been hit as hard as any industry. Nationwide furniture stores are down about 80%. So we really can use uh, your help. Anybody who's out there wanting to replace their mattress because they're sleeping on a dirty, old, painful mattress, we have some incredible deals, Jake. And you know that we are the king of the adjustable bed. And I've had people come in this morning. I've sold a queen adjustable set for eight ninety nine, And this... Uh, 
sweet customer, this lady told me that they were at one of our competitors. They had to make an appointment to go to the store. They went to the store, and the deal was $3,200. We have very similar base, uh, name brand base, with head-up, foot-up, adjustable, with LED lights, with USB, with 24 settings of massage, and a 12-inch gel-infused hybrid mattress, the whole package only $899. We also have sofas and loves. I have a couple of sets here, a gray option, a blue option, and kind of a tan option, your choice, $599 for sofa and love. So we are really blowing it out, Jake, making it worth your while. And if your kids are home and they're sitting on a dirty, old, nasty sofa that you know is germ-infested, come in. We'll give you the best price in the country on name-brand furniture here at the warehouse. And I did a Hanson Scotty special. I'm going to do a Jake special. All right. The, The Jake special is any occasional table. So if you need a coffee table, you need an end table. I don't care what it is. You come in, I'll give you 30% off Utah's already lowest prices. Come and see us. We're here in Orem. I'm here in Orem's races running the Salt Lake store in Orem, 86 East University Parkway and in Salt Lake, 1967 South. 300 West, right across the street from Home Depot. We're real easy to find, and we make it easy for you to come in and feel safe. Come and see us at the warehouse. Boom. Tom, you are the man. We'll talk to you throughout the show. We appreciate it. 86 East University Parkway, 1967 South, 300 West. Get in there and take advantage of that. Jake's special. And, of course, prices so low, it will blow your mind. More straight ahead on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone. Today is Bruce Hornsby and the Range, selected by Gordon, brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist inside at LiveNation.com. Any particular inspiration for today's selection, Gordon? No. The band's name is The Range? Like your stove? <laughs> Have you never heard of Bruce Hornsby? I, I've heard the name, sure. Yeah, I've heard, heard, I've heard song, this song. I don't know why they're called the range, and I have no idea what it's referring to. Maybe his kitchen. <laughs> Maybe so he's what, an what archer you're naming, you're of some sort. A, you're naming a band, and you just look around the kitchen and say, The range! Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Uh, all right, Gordon, let's go ahead and get to the split story of the day. Let's talk a little uh, jazz basketball. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 975-1280 the zone. And the zone sports network. From what I know, and I feel like I know a fair bit of what's going on with our team, being 
a piece of, of the roster and being in a group chat and all of that, I'd be, like I said, on the Sam Amix podcast however many weeks ago. That was like maybe three weeks ago or something. When it was so unsalvageable, I said that our team would be completely fine. I was confident in that. And people, <laughs> I had a lot of tweets like, oh, if Joe thinks it's, it's all good, then it will be all good. And I'd be even more confident now saying that we're going to be totally fine. I was confident back then saying it. Otherwise, I obviously wouldn't have said it. I'm not going to say something I don't believe in. I thought it back then, however many weeks ago. They obviously had a little bit of a frustration there. I think everyone in the situation was frustrated at different things, not Rudy. My frustration was like getting home to my family. Like I wanted to be here with my family. I didn't want to, I didn't want to talk to anyone in our team. I didn't speak to anyone in our team for the first 10 days, two weeks, because I was one and only concern was, was my family and making sure they were okay and making sure the kids were, were healthy and obviously me kind of staying away from them to maybe if I, if I had it or didn't have the symptoms or whatever the, the things to be. So I think there was frustration from everyone's part in, in different ways and different feelings, but they've spoken, we've all spoken, we've been in group chats, we're going to be fine. Uh, I don't know the histories and all of it. We could maybe sit down off camera or off radio one day and we'll, we'll have a big chat about it and I'll write it in my notes and see what I can do to, to help it all. But yeah, we'll be fine. That was Joe Ingles from the Joe Ingles Show this morning with DJ and PK. And we'll actually play a a larger clip of that coming up in what's going on. But, you know, Joe has been pretty consistent on his messaging that they'll be fine throughout all of this. Well, that's what he's saying. And uh, that's certainly what jazz fans hope for. Uh, I guess the one question I have remaining, well, there's a couple questions, but the main one is why is Donovan so quiet? Yeah, I think he could actually quash a lot of this uh, by addressing it, but his his silence is a bit deafening, isn't it? I, I, you know, maybe maybe you could look at it like, well, the more you talk about it from a player's perspective, the more it stirs things up. But it would be very easy for him, if he feels that way, that he could just say or even just tweet out hey man we're fine everything's good uh that's it well it's not like he's been radio silent on social media either i mean he's been talking about his video games and different things he has going on uh throughout all of this so the fact that he hasn't addressed it at all i do think is well i i understand why fans are concerned that's for sure i i don't you think jake that it is better to get out in front of these things early uh, than to let them, let them, I mean, Rudy has spoken. Okay, but that's Rudy. What about Donovan? Because it seems like Donovan is the one who has, who who controls this now. Well, and I think you can, know the answer to that. I mean, why isn't he getting out in front of it? Because he doesn't want to. So it, does that mean that that's an indication that he does have a problem that has not been solved and that Joe and Rudy are wrong? Well, it doesn't um, quash that notion. Let me put it that way. And I, yeah. I, I don't know anything personally, by the way, and I'm certainly not trying to stir things up, but I do think it's curious that Donovan Mitchell has not addressed it. Seems like it would easy be easy for him just to, to put that fire out. Because I think Rudy's been trying to put the fire out since the first time he talked after, uh, what was it, that next week after uh, testing positive? 
I mean, where he he was contrite for for the way he he dealt with it. You know, everybody knows the touching of the microphones with the media, but you know there are also reports that he behaved similarly. You know, in the locker room, and he was very apologetic for all of that. I mean, it seems like you know Rudy has been from the very beginning trying to. Um, you know, straighten things out or whatever, and we just haven't heard anything about it from Donovan. And I, uh, my eyebrows are raised just like everybody else's. So, uh, does this? We're left to interpret what it means. And since he hasn't said anything, maybe, like you said, that itch hasn't been scratched appropriately, and he still is troubled in some way. Or maybe he's trying to drive home a point with, with Rudy, like, hey, uh, for whatever it is, whatever the problem is, whatever that stems from, that uh, I'm not taking that lightly and I'm not just going to brush it off. But from a team perspective, it would be in the best interest of the Utah Jazz for Donovan Mitchell to come forth and say something. Unless he can't say something truthfully, that would be encouraging to anybody. And then it's better not to lie because you don't want to just come out and say something to tamp it down and then come back two months later and say, no, there's a problem here. Well, bingo. By George, I think he's got it. I think that's why everybody's concerned that Donovan Mitchell isn't saying anything. Yeah. So the question, why isn't he saying it? You said it right. You don't want to. <laughs> right. And but that, that's not encouraging for anybody around these parts. It's not. And and you know what? It's not really in Donovan Mitchell's self-interest either, which, which makes this kind of bizarre. Because usually if there's one thing we fellow humans can count on is we all act in our own self-interest. And, you know, Donovan stands to make a lot of money with the Utah Jazz, and they have a good team and stands to do a lot of winning. And we still haven't heard anything, so... Um, I, I think I think we need to hear from Donovan Mitchell. I do. Well, it, it, it leaves everybody hanging, and it leaves us to draw some conclusions about what the possibilities are. And, uh, you know, two or three of the four possibilities aren't positive. You know, that, so, and I know it's just one quote and one source, and we talked about it in that story in The Athletic last week uh, that said the relationship is unsalvageable. And I don't know who that source is. I really have no idea, but I can tell you what side of this whole thing I think that came from. Donovan's? I would guess, wouldn't you? Well, I mean, since we're left to guess, because it's all we got to work with. Right. Uh, yeah, I, that, that makes some sense. And... The longer you wait to address it, then the, the, the more amplified it becomes. Uh, but if you can't address it without amplifying it more, then you stay silent. Well, I think the Jazz would settle for a, <laughs> a fib at the moment, I would guess. <laughs> Why? Because All that does is, what, what, you want another Gordon Hayward situation where somebody... No, 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 no. I, I, I said that half-joking. I, oh. I, I don't know if I... It, <laughs> I'm just saying that I'm sure all this speculation and the silence from Donovan isn't uh, in the ideal situation for the franchise. That's that's what I'm getting at. Well, it's just kind of weird because it's not Donovan's style. Hasn't been in the past. You mean their to-do list wasn't uh, win the West, win the finals, get a rift between the two franchise players? Right. That no, I, d- I don't okay. think that. I don't think that was what they were aiming for this year. So I never heard it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm sure they would. 
the franchise, just like the fans of the franchise, would just as soon Donovan come out and say, hey, it's all good, we'll work it out onward and upward. How much do you guys yeah. feel like this might be a game of telephone going on? Could Where be. Where an agent says something to a friend who says something to another friend, and that's how this goes down. Well, I, I believe that there's been, in fact, I know that there's been direct communication. Like Joe talked about the, the meetings, team meetings or whatever. I know those have taken place. And I, it, they're a little more isolated than they usually are, and they haven't seen each other face-to-face. But, I mean, and I believe Rudy when he says they've spoken. I, I believe that that, is, that communication has gone on for whatever that's worth. So, I mean the unsalvageable comment, though. Oh, okay. Um, no, no, no. See, I don't buy that because we know Sam. We know Tony. I, we don't know I don't, which of those three got that quote, though. True, but, yeah, I, but I, I, they're you, not you, running with the you know friend of a friend of a cousin of a uh, you know uh, classmate uh, who knows Austin. Uh, Although it, it was curious that 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 quote was so far deep in the story. You know, if just my nose for news. If I'm interviewing people for a story I'm writing about the Utah Jazz and somebody tells me that the Donovan-Rudy Gobert relationship and thereby the perhaps the Donovan-Mitchell-Jazz relationship is unsalvageable, then I, that goes straight to the top. That goes straight to the top of the story. Well, and I mean, it wasn't. I'm... It was. It was buried deep, and so I don't know. Uh, look, the, these these are professional journalists who don't make things up. Uh, someone someone of import said that to one of those guys. I would I would agree with you. I don't. And, I, and so then you the know, question could... becomes: Why would that person say that? Whether it's whether it's somebody that's close to one of the players, whether it's a an agent, or whether whoever it might be. Why would he say that? Because it's true? Because it's some sort of manipulation? Because it's just stirring things up? I I don't see the usefulness in it if it weren't true. Oh, I think I think Rudy during his comments on Instagram all but acknowledged that it was true. I I do. That it was, I mean, un, that it, it was unsalvageable? No, 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 that the, there was some um conflict. Right. I mean, I'm not. I'm not doubting that for a second. I believe that fully. Uh, I'm absolutely convinced that there was. But unsalvage is a difference between having a dispute and make, saying something is unsalvageable. I know. And I, and, and, and Tony yeah. and and Shams and those guys, Sam, they're not going to run that if somebody of import didn't say it. If some if some uh, you know uh, person collateral person somewhere along the way mention something like that, they're not going to use that. They're going to use it if it comes from a reliable source. Well, I, I mean, we are all full of bluster from time to time. And uh, maybe when that was said unsalvageable, that's what they meant at the time. I, I mean, I've said a lot of crazy stuff that I, I was never going to adhere to in the heat of the moment. That's why I've always said, you know, water, water going under the bridge is good in this situation. Get a little removed from it. Deal with your emotions over it and figure out a way to to coexist going forward. I, you know, even if that was said from someone and I'm saying if from someone close to Donovan. Uh, you know, just because it was true then doesn't make it true today. Does that make any sense? So I, I, I think that it, 
I think that this is truly a unique moment. Can you imagine? I mean, the 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 first part of that story, Gordon, is is all about what the Jazz went through during this entire process. That's traumatic. I mean, you go through something like that, it's it's going to alter the way that you think, and it's probably going to fan some flames, and passions are probably going to run high regardless of the topic. But just because those passions are there one day doesn't mean that you don't come to grips with those at some other point. And I think well, that that's what's going about, on here is just that Donovan's not really coming to, coming coming around. Well, how about while we're young? You know, it's it's been quite some time now. So, but see, that's that's the part of it that is the worst of it, is that does Donovan not want to address it because it, he is not convinced that it's been solved, yeah. and and that's the worst case scenario here, and yet it's perpetuated by his silence. All right, we'll get to more coming up. Stay tuned. It is the big show, ninety-seven five and twelve eighty of the zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. We've got what's going on coming up top of the 3 o'clock hour. Sam Emick, top of the 4 o'clock hour. Tom Fornelli at 4.30 and Trevor Booker at 5 o'clock. Gordon, we were talking about Donovan Mitchell's uh, lack of response to what's going on. And uh, that is not entirely true because Mitchell did go on an Instagram live video with rapper Fat Joe. I actually have no idea how this is not uh, bigger national news given the circumstance. But our friend uh, Ryan McDonald did write about it uh, at the Deseret News today at about quarter to two. And just uh, for the sake of conversation, we wanted to get these uh, these comments in to see if it satisfies some of the things that we're talking about, Gordon. So Austin has unearthed. The uh, the video again. This is an Instagram live. Donovan Mitchell and rapper Fat Joe. We go. We ain't gonna talk about that. Yo, we moved on. We. I'm ready to hoop. Yo, real talk. I'm ready to hoop, man. Nah, nah, I love nah. my I love my family, but I'm ready to get on the court and just go well, out I'm there ready and play. To- so that's that's basically it. He did add, he said, uh, you know, when he was kind of pressed about it, he said, we ain't even going to talk about that. We've moved on. And then uh, to that part where you said he or you heard him say, I'm ready to hoop, man, where he doesn't really address it. But it is something. And we were talking about how there is, it hasn't been anything. I don't know if that quashes anything or even comes close, but he has said something. Yeah, that that. It's not very thorough, but uh, it does indicate that he's ready to go play ball. So it it almost sounded like he was talking about his overall mental state as opposed to addressing a specific problem. Well, you know? the question was specifically about the situation, but it was unerrable. In what way? Many different ways. <laughs> was there colorful language used? Sure. Okay. But the question was specifically about it was based on all the fallout of COVID and strained relationships with teammates and on and on. And, and Donovan said, I don't want to talk about that, yep. basically, and then said, I just want to play basketball. Okay. And he said it colorfully. Is what he did. You heard it the first of that comment uh, that uh, he did confirm that he and Rudy had talked about it, though. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, right, well, I, that, I, I certainly believed Rudy when he said that. Yeah, and that sounds like uh, that's uh, a more positive step. Uh, See, I don't know. I, See, that, I, I that non-addressing it, leaves, it. Yeah, it leaves room for more speculation. 
Oh, I think it even fans the flames, to be honest. Do you really? Hmm. I mean, that he wouldn't just come out and flatly say we're going to be fine. Or or something more along the lines of what Joe Ingles said. So the comment that he made that we weren't sure that he had made, but now we find out that he has made. But not really. Made made no difference. (laughs) But not really. I mean, he says he just wants to hoop. I mean, I don't mean, I guess I am fanning the flames here, but he doesn't say for what team. (laughs) And the plot thickens. I don't know. I mean, but we wanted to get that out there because he had said something. I don't don't think that really does anything to redirect the conversation, but for the sake of fairness, we wanted to get that that out there. Yeah, I'm still I'm still a little bit in the in a cloud over that. Uh, that that, uh, that wasn't exactly uh, resounding. Well I, I my opinion hasn't changed though. I mean once things get a little bit nor, more normal, whatever that is and whenever we see it and they get a chance to be face to face and work things out and decide that you know what it's in all of our best interest to play basketball together i believe that i truly i I believe that everything's going to be fine but as far as the day-to-day drama uh goes i mean there's there's some issues that need to be to be ironed out i believe that too see to me the 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 covid thing while being very serious in its nature especially given the the framework uh, in our country and around the globe that we're talking about here. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure, Jake, that that is uh, that, that's that's the whole nine yards here. Uh, I, I think there's more to it than that. And it gets back to what we were talking with Locke about yesterday. Is what what how do these guys fit on the floor together and what what took this to the point where the covid situation made it as bad as it is or was yeah i think there's probably some underlying stuff there yeah i I certainly do and so what needs to be addressed in order to solve the problem i'm sure that the play that the the team knows and and i'm sure that quinn knows and dennis probably knows and 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 i imagine they know what steps need to be taken in order to get the thing solved that's what these guys do for a living they organize, they manage, they they get everybody, they motivate. And so if if there are lingering things, then then uh, I'm sure they're hard at work uh, trying to get that all tucked away. All right, we'll get to what's going on coming up right around the corner. Don't forget Sam Amick at 4, Tom Fornelli at 4.30, and Trevor Booker at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. But joining us now, he is, of course, our good friend Tom from the warehouse. And Tom, so that you guys are still out there helping our listeners. We are. Gordon, how are you, my friend? You know what, Tom? We had some te- technical difficulties and actually just lost Gordon. So your, oh, timing, no. your timing is impeccable. Uh, it's perfect. Okay, we're here at the warehouse in Orem. I've got a race at the Salt Lake store. We've got some incredible deals, Jake. I've got this. I just had one of your listeners call in. They heard us on our last break. Awesome. About the queen adjustable. I've got the queen head-up adjustable with mattress, the entire package, 499 The last break, we talked about the queen head-up foot up with the bells and the whistles, massage, 24 settings, USBs to charge your phone, LED lights. It's made by Enzo, one of the best brands in the industry. We can give you the entire package with the 12-inch gel-infused hybrid for $899. 
Uh, what else can I do for you, Jake? How about a sectional? I've got a chase sectional. It's kind of a dark gray charcoal linen with silver nail heads. The sectional is normally ten ninety nine at our store. Everywhere else, it's thirteen to fourteen ninety nine. I'm going to give it to you this the sectional with a storage ottoman. The entire package for seven. 99. And then I've got one of my blowout deals, which is the Jake special, any coffee table or end table, an additional 30% off. We, uh, we want to help you if you're in need of a new mattress. If you're in need of just a, a nightstand, we still have our Austin special. It's regular 159 We sell it every day for 79 bucks. We're going to do it for $49. You just have to mention Austin. Um, we're down at the warehouse once again in Orem, 86 East University Parkway, Salt Lake, really conveniently located on 300 West, 1967 South, right across the street from uh, Home Depot, the warehouse. We're going to do a, a small tremor earthquake boom. Hey, I love it. Thank you, Tom. Take advantage of it, people. The Jake special, the Austin special, the deal on those adjustable beds, unbelievable. 86 East University Parkway in Orem, 1967 South, 300 West in Salt Lake. Thanks, Tom. You're the man. Thanks, guys. All right. We'll have more straight ahead. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.